It's your girl, Autumn, and I welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast, where I encourage you to live your life autonomously. So today, I have another special guest co-host, and I'm hype about it. Um, I came across this young lady's um, podcast. I don't know how y'all know I be all over Twitter and, you know, following everybody, trying to get everybody's name out there. So um, came across her her Twitter account and uh, decided to take a listen to her podcast and learned a lot about her um, just in chatting back and forth with her. But I'd like you all to welcome, as if you're in the room, Kay Renee. Of, Hello, everybody. Of the brute, is it brutally honest or brutal honest? It's, brutal it's honesty. Brutal honesty. Okay, there you go. Yes. Um, podcast. <laughs> Hello. Hey, girl. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. This is my first ever um interviewer e type of podcast because I normally do like the interviewing so this is my first like first time ever actually being interviewed so I'm oh, excited oh okay well good well welcome I'm glad I could be um the first person to, to kind of put you on I um it's 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 kind of scary to do right at first <laughs> yeah it is I'm not gonna lie because you have to think about exactly what you're gonna say and make sure it's not corny and all the other stuff so like yeah <laughs> yeah and I you know when I had actually when I had my first guest on the show um it, it was it or one of my first guests on the show it was kind of tough because it was just like I just hope that I don't like, you know, be rambling and like, I hope that they're interested in whatever it is I have to say, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So it's like butterflies both way, but both ways. But yeah. after a while, you kind of get used to it. I mean, I still kind of have butterflies like before any episode, really, even the ones I'm doing by myself. But um, I guess it kind of I guess it gets a little bit easier, I guess you could say, but. But anyways, thank you for um agreeing. I reached out to reached out to you after listening to your podcast. So thank you for agreeing to be on. Um, no problem. So I, I just want to take a few minutes and let you introduce yourself. Um, and you can let let us know uh, what you're doing. You know, I don't know if you're in school or, um, you know, all, all the good stuff, all the good stuff aside okay. from aside from uh the bad stuff <laughs> okay well I am Kay Renee my real name is Shakana but a lot of people can't pronounce that so I just go by my nickname which is Kay Renee I am 27 years old from Somerville South Carolina my birthday is next month on the 18th I will be that big two eight oh, that's I my mom's am birthday. in school 
Yes, I'm currently in school. I go to Liberty University Online. I'm getting my um, master's in teaching degree for middle grades education. I am a huge bookworm. I love sports. And that's pretty much about it. Oh, and I'm single. So that's pretty much about it. <laughs> All right. I mean, it kind of sounded like a nice little dating profile, like for real, for real. So, yeah. um. I was saying my mom's birthday is April 18th, too. So that's easy to remember. Oh, yes, it is. It, it is airy season, um, no matter what the hell y'all got to say about it. But uh, and we're going to get into that uh, actually in, here in a few. But um, I wanted to say I, I know I was when I was listening to your podcast, um, they said um, uh, you said something about being sick. Like I, I remember at first I remember you saying it. Then I remember you being on a timeline like, oh, my God, I'm so sick because you were getting ready to start your new job. Do you think you had Corona? No, I honestly I don't know. Um, Like I said, it how I got sick was really wild because I got sick like. On Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday, actually, because I was supposed to start work that Monday. Mm-hmm. And I just got like it came out of nowhere. Mm. So and I went to work. I didn't go to work that Monday. I went to work that Tuesday because I was like, I don't want to like you know start my new job and not not try to come in. Right. So I went in, and I like almost passed out. I didn't even last. I probably I last like first period and maybe like fifteen minutes within second period, and I just went home. And thankful enough. My, you know, every like my teachers and everybody at the at the school I am at currently now, they were very, you know, understanding and stuff. So it's like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We can tell you're sick. Um, and they basically pushed back my start date for me like a week after the week I came back. So I was thankful for that. But honestly, I don't know. And if I did, I basically just killed it off by myself. Like I didn't even go to the doctor during that time. I just thought I had the flu. But my thing was, I don't know how the hell I got the food, but yeah. Wow. Okay. I I mean, it just made me think about it because uh, my son, who is in Ohio, um, Mm -hmm. I remember he was sick in like end of November, beginning of December. And he had, you know, I remember him telling me, you know, he was sick and he brought it up like, you know, remember when I was sick, like back in December, he was like, I was real sick. I mean, just the way he was describing it all, I was like, oh my goodness. Like you, I mean, it is possible. You could have, you know, you could have contracted it. It was crazy. But, but anyways, um, so I'm going to skip around on our little agenda for a second. Um, and I'm going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and go into the shut the fuck up award first. Okay. So, for those of you that don't know, I have this award called the Shut the Fuck Up Award, and it's basically, how do I explain it? I mean, it's I guess it's pretty straightforward. Anybody that you've seen um, or you've been around, well, you really probably ain't been around nobody uh, these last couple of weeks, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, social media, uh, TV, anything that you've seen, any group of people that you've seen and they, you just kind of shook your head and was just like, I wish y'all would just shut the fuck up. That's what, that's how the award came about. So I always okay. let the guests go first. Do you have a shut the fuck up award? Um, yes, actually with, when the whole social, um, you know, social distancing started, like all the introverts was like oh I mean I don't know how the extroverts are going to do this and blah 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 
I am a, I can tell anybody I'm an introvert extrovert. That means I like to have my alone time, but at the same time, I like to go out and have my fun. Mm-hmm. Me too. I was dying. <laughs> like, I'm still dying in the inside because I do not like being in the house this long. Mm-hmm. So for everybody was like, well, that's why, you know, that's why the virus is still out there because people don't know how to stay in, blah, blah, blah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> right. People don't like being in the house all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like mind your business like exactly like my thing is like okay yeah we understand that this virus is very um you know very serious we get that but a lot of this is honestly a lot of extroverts people that i know they it's not like they don't like to be outside because they don't like their cells or anything like that and i've seen a lot of things about that too but a lot of people don't like you know a lot of people don't like being inside because they don't like their cells and they feel like if they have to have validation for everybody that's not the case sometimes they don't like the be inside because they probably don't have shit to do or they probably just or they probably get bored quickly so they let to be outside not to mention i live in south carolina so the like in spring just started but it feels like summer so it's going to be really gorgeous outside and the fact that i can't go outside and have fun is killing me yeah yeah and then you have the people that the (laughs) uh you had the introverts that are like oh well this ain't nothing nothing new to me i'm a i mean well i guess it was the same thing what you were saying but yeah they're like this ain't nothing new to me i'm gonna be good it's just like all right bro we know we know (laughs) but you don't gotta post it and you know and you know express it every other five minutes granted you know i expressed like since last week they know i'm ready to get the hell out of you know out the house like that but that's just how I feel. Like, yeah. don't tell me, well, you need to stay inside. No, the fuck, if I don't know. I mean, I understand I want to, but I mean, I don't want to. Right. So <laughs> that's my, that's my shut the fuck up for war. People who are telling people the, like, you need to stay inside or that, you know, do extroverts are dying in the inside. Yeah, we are. <laughs> that, we was are. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. So my, my shut the fuck up because, um, just guys, just, if you're listening to this like 10 years from now like it's it's march of 2020 and we're y'all probably have learned about it uh one way or another uh it we are stuck in it we're stuck in the house because there's like a pandemic going around like this COVID 19 coronavirus so that's basically anything that you're going to hear any podcast any news anything that you're going to hear from uh, uh 2020 that's what we're talking about. That's what we're referring it to. So anyways, uh, my shut the fuck up award. Um, and I, I typically, I typically don't like t- too much talk about like politics or, or whatever on this show. Um, if somebody else brings it up, then they do. So I hardly ever talk about like political figures on here, but today I have one and I would like to tell, uh, the governor of Georgia, Governor Kemp, to shut the fuck up with his half-ass stay-at-home order. So here's what happened. So you know, basically, they're they're not trying. Every state is not trying to shut completely down, right? Um, mm-hmm. They're giving you they're giving you options. You know, they're they're. Asking you to stay at home, but there there's no like actual stay at home order, and the um, president and his administration has not issued like a nationwide. So again, it's state by state. But what I my the thing that I've been saying about this virus is, if indeed it 
dies off or, you know, if, you know, after you put yourself in quarantine for two weeks, why not just make everybody shut down for two weeks? Like, even if it's on like kind of like a rolling state type of ordeal or something, but just, you know, where there's enough people staying in, you know, kind of like by force, there's enough people staying in for those two weeks, then we know that those people, those people it's died off in them right according to whatever research has been done so yeah so the mayor of atlanta keisha lance bottoms black woman she um yeah she she came out the other day and was like i'm prepared to put a stay at home stay at home order in for the city of atlanta so and a lot of times when the city of Atlanta does things like a lot of the other little cities or, you know, start to follow along or whatever. And mm-hmm. the day that she said this, like I want either want to say it was the same day or the next day, Governor Kemp reaches out to her and says, hey, can you not do that? Can you wait? until five o'clock when I have my press conference and then, you know, Are we'll, you serious? I'm, I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> like, basically he was like, Hey, I mean, it was on the news. They were like, yeah, governor Kemp has asked uh, mayor Keisha Lance bottoms to not, you know, put her stay at home order in until after he's had his press conference. So I'm like, bet I'm about to watch this press conference. Cause I had the feeling that I had was he he didn't want her to do it first. Like he wanted to be the one to do it. So he's going to go ahead and get on here and he's going to do this, which is stupid, but you know, whatever, whatever was going to get the job done. Right. So he Uh gets up here at five o'clock on yesterday or day before yesterday and was like, yeah, so basically I'm going to put this stay at home order in for people who are at risk of basically dying. So it, it, it's st- just people that probably ain't going outside no way people in you know what I'm saying wow. people in nursing homes if you're frail if you you know have some sort of um autoimmune disease it, you know anything that's comp that that you are you know more likely to to be a fatality everybody else is cool yeah he put in I think he said um all of the restaurants and all that stuff were already like on to take out orders and you know it, it really wasn't nothing like you really I'm pissed off because you wasted my damn time because I decided to go ahead and watch this stupid ass press conference and you go through this whole thing for like 10 minutes before you even get to what the hell we're here for and you've wasted my time. So for you to get up here and give us this half-ass stay-at-home order, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just so stupid. My thing is, why would you take the black lady shine? (sighs) You know. (laughs) You know. Like, I don't understand that. If she already posted the thing on there, why would you just, like, okay, well, you know, we got one city, one of the major cities in Georgia. Let's follow her. So I was like, oh, no. no. Me, let me get my shine first, and then she can say that she said it after me. The fuck? Follow a black woman? No. Why, why would he wow. do that? Why would he do that? You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I was... Um, I was pretty pissed off about that. But anyways, um, he could shut the fuck up twice. Um, so speaking of, again, Corona, um, it's, it's Aries season, right? It's a good thing that I was able to get a, another Aries on the show. Lord, it's Lord. So, I mean, I, I, 
you know, I have to break this to people every few days and let them know that, you know, Aries is the 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 top tier of zodiacs. You know what I'm saying? They don't really be. I tell them like this every time they try to play us. There would be no you without us. Facts. That's what I say, and they shut it, and they shut down real quick. Like, there's no you without us. Like, okay, just this, 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 like that is a fact. And 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 you know, we're always the ones that. I mean, you know, it's the beginning. It's act the actual beginning of the year for real, for real. We come in, we come through during spring, you know, which is a, a very exciting time of the year. But people are trying yep. to cancel us right now because of Corona. <laughs> I'm like, so y'all just gonna straight up say, and, and actually, it's like other Aries. They're like, man, we might as well just shut the whole a uh, shut Aries season down. And every time I see somebody say that on Twitter, I have to tweet back like, uh, we ain't going no motherfucking where. Like, nowhere. Still gonna find a way to turn up, even if it got to be virtual or whatever. We're still gonna have. We're, we still celebrate the entire. Um, uh, however many days it is, that's just what we do. Facts. Like, so, I don't know, have you been seeing any of those tweets? I have, and I posted one, but then my homegirl was like, "Uh -uh, I did that, nope, don't even see it, delete it, delete, 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 and I said, okay, I'll delete it. Nope, girl, no, I mean, and it, yeah, and it was, I mean, at first, I was like, all right, so this about to be stupid, but and and I don't know if you know, um, there's a uh, an event going on in Vegas called Smoke Free Weekend. So, mm-hmm. um, Smoke Free Weekend was supposed to be April 16th through the 20th, and that was my birthday celebration. Like I've never been to Vegas, um, and, and I was just like, I think you know, I hit my homegirls up like y'all trying to go to Vegas, like what y'all trying to do? So we've been hyped for months and months about this. And then they had to reschedule it. it like it's rescheduled for oh, like, wow. yeah, for like July. And just like um, I was talking to uh, one of the organizers last night, Black Paco, like just like he was saying, he's like, I mean, he was like, Autumn, we could have still flew out there, but it ain't going to be nothing to do. And I'm like, right. We, it, I mean, it's good that we're going to go ahead and just wait it out and, you know, we'll, we'll do it that way. But I can't say, you know, I was I was that had me down like literally for like one or two days like damn now I was supposed to really really turn up for my birthday but then I was like you know what I'll just it'll still be airy season like it's gonna be airy season until I celebrate my damn birthday like that's just Uh that's just how it's got to be like I don't care what's going on everywhere I go and be like it's my birthday like throughout the end of the year so now y'all got to deal with Aries being all goddamn year so Yep, it's a cream. <laughs> so that's how that's gonna go. So, anyways, um, what we're gonna do uh is we're gonna take a short break and then we're gonna come back and get into the topic. <laughs> All right, we are back after a short break. Uh, so, again, I got my girl Kay Renee of the Brutal Honesty podcast uh, with me hanging out today. And I brought her on after 
I, so, so I was listening to your podcast and uh-huh. I listened to an episode where, but actually I listened to a few episodes cause like your episodes are kind of like kind of on the short end, which is actually good because then you could just listen to them. You know, you can just keep listening to them or whatever, like catch up all at once. I try to keep it that way. The only time I really try to like, you know, make it like an hour or so if I have guests on there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've, I've kind of navigated to that. Like after my first season and I started changing things up, I was like, okay, when I do episodes by myself, I'll try to keep them to like 30 minutes. But excuse me but when I you know just like what you just said but anyway so (laughs) um I was listening and I just so happened to I can't even remember the um name of the episode but I, I I just so happened to um to click on an episode and you were it was like something around Valentine's Day this year um and you were telling telling us about um you know, how you spend Valentine's Day and you. Oh, yeah. It was. Um, where is it? At? Where is it? At? Where is it? At? It is living your truth. Yes. I believe. Episode. OK. Yeah. Season two, episode seven. seven. I just finally found it, too. Yep. So yep. um, and you you after I think it was after you took your break and came back and you started talking about living your truth and kind of a little bit about how you came how you came to grips with um living your own truth and living your um uh, uh, coming out as being bisexual right that's what Mm -hmm. the episode was about okay so I'm listening to it and it, it made me listen to a few more episodes because I kind of was just trying to learn a little bit more about you, which is when, you know, I found out how just listening, kind of found out how old you were and all that good stuff. And I felt like I was kind of listening to my younger self. So I I know, like, I tried to figure out another way to to explain it because I'm I'm 40. I'll be 41 uh, April 1st. Okay. So it like you reminded me just it was like almost every single word you said, every point that you wanted to make about living your truth at that age because you're you're 27 now. Um, it you really made me think about myself. Now, I don't know if you really know like the, (laughs) what the motto of this show is like, it's living your life autonomously, which I know I get on here and I clown and I, you know, I'm, we're funny and we're doing this, that and the other, but really my podcast is about being able to be your be yourself without worrying worrying about anything that anybody else has to say about you or anything that uh-huh. anybody thinks about you or what social media might have to say or what you know your church the people at your church might have to say or you know what I'm saying like I, I'm always about like let's not live uh for Facebook you know what I'm saying like we're not trying to live for the yeah. book or for the gram like you need to be your true self and to to see or to hear someone 
um, um, you know, at a younger age to say that it just kind of made my, my heart warm. So I, first of all, I just wanted to tell you congratulations on being able to find yourself and, and live the way that you want to live. Well, thank you. That makes me feel so sad. I just got to be crying. Oh, thank God, you. we ain't about to be crying. Oh, Lord. I, I knew it. And ah, I, I told myself, I told myself, I said, watch, we be on here crying. But no, for real, for real. Like, I, I commend you. Yeah, I commend you on that. So I wanted to, I guess I wanted to, to first kind of ask you, and, and I'm going to actually tell my story too. And this will be the first time that I've like, like really told my story so um but I I wanted to know at at what age or what do what do you remember about being attracted to women prior you know what I mean like what what can you remember like how far back can you remember and what what Um, do you remember about it I think I was probably I believe probably 17 or 18. I I was a senior in high school. Okay. And there was this girl, I can't remember. I think she was like, uh, I want to say, I think she was like a junior or something like that. She was younger than me. But I always saw her and I always would tell her she is so beautiful to me. And she was like, oh, thank you, blah, 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 blah. And I never got like you know her number or anything like that we weren't friends or anything but I just stare from a distance whatever she walked into like the cafeteria I will always stare at her and it just made my heart flutter for some reason I was like why am I doing this when I like dudes like you know what I'm saying and so and then you know I just like you know let it slide whatever and then maybe around this time I was probably like 19 or probably like 1920 or maybe probably a little bit older than that. I really can't remember. I was on Twitter and I was this girl that I met through Twitter and me and her were flirt like heavily, Mm -hmm. like all the time. We exchanged numbers. We were flirting back and forth, calling each other on the phone for hours, blah, blah, blah. And I liked, like, I was like starting to catch feelings because she was bisexual Mm -hmm. and I would catch feelings for her and, you know, vice versa and it's just not, but I will always tell her, like, no, I'm not bisexual. I always, I will always deny it. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I think you're cute and I like you, but I will always deny it. But, you know, I just got to the point now where, like I said, I'm about to be 28 next month. And I will always, you know, catch myself looking up, like, looking on, like, on Instagram, looking on, like, gorgeous girls and, like, in the pictures or, or Twitter and stuff like that. And I was just like, why am I afraid to be who I am? Like, I've always been wanting to be what people saw me as instead of me seeing me for my own person. Mm-hmm. So the first person I told that I was bisexual was my best friend, Ace. And he was just like, congratulations for coming out. But I already knew you were. <laughs> Most people do. Yeah. yeah, so it's kind of funny because majority of my friends, my other best friend, Shay, she, she said the same thing. She was like, well, I already knew you were. I was waiting for you to tell me. <laughs> and this and this and that. And she's like, I wanted to ask you, but I've been wanting to ask you, but I didn't know how to ask you because I didn't want, I didn't want you to be offended or whatever. So I told my friends first, and they, all my friends were either like they were very supportive, or they were like we already knew, but we just wanted for you to come out. Um, next person I told was my mom, and you know how mothers go. She was shocked 
mm-hmm. at first. Mm-hmm. They give asking a million thousand questions. Well, how do you know? Are you sure? And stuff like that. And then she was like, well, regardless of the situation, whatever you, you know, whether you bring a woman home or a man or whatever, as long as they treat you right, I support it. And my dad was the same way. My brother was nonchalant about it. He was like, all right, well, I'm going back to my game. <laughs> right. <laughs> How old was he? So, you know, yeah, my brother's 22. Okay. So he was just like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Love you. Love you, sis, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So um, now that I am, you know, out in the open, happy about it, I feel so much better. I feel a lot more, you know, a lot more with, like, still, you know, still trying to figure the ins and outs of myself or whatever, but... I have that side of me that's out in the open. I'm happy. I've honestly have had girls that has hit me up. It was like, oh, I didn't know. Like, I kind of figured you was, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> and so I have a, I have had a few girls slide in the DMs, but, you know, it, just what it was, slide in the DMs, nothing more, nothing less. Right. Um, I haven't really been out, as, you, as I can really say, as far as, like, you know, seeing you know getting to know other people far as you know meeting other girls because of this virus so and i'm not really big on the uh on the dating apps either i really i don't know what is it about me but i I track i track white people (laughs) girl we all do no offense i love you know i love white people but i just love a, a a black girl like a black woman like me so but yeah so i think I was, you know, 27 when I actually came out, but I think I've been attracted to, you know, to the opposite sex since I was 18. Okay. So, so kind of walk me through some, some feelings like how, I mean, okay. You, you kind of briefly said, you know, you, you would, you would deny it, but like what's what's going on in your head like are you do you feel like how do you feel about that feeling like you were you were denying it you knew it was there you but you were denying it but how did you feel about it like was it a a scary feeling or like do you understand am I making any sense yeah it was um honestly it was scary feeling because I didn't know I you know I felt that way towards girls Mm mm-hmm so it was super scary, and there was this one time where I think I was about 19, and I did have a talk with my mom, and I did ask her, how would you feel? Like, I was like, how would you feel if I brought, like, a, you know, a girl home? And she was like, what she meant? I was like, what if I, like, started dating a girl? She kind of was, like, very passive-aggressive with it. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, and I, like, ever since then, I dropped it until, you know, until you know until now mm-hmm. so it got to the point where I was like oh okay well if I do bring a girl home what if they're gonna like throw me out or get real religious on me and throw me out the house and now I have nowhere to go so it was more of a scary feeling to come out more than like a exciting one mm-hmm. if that makes sense because I didn't know how people would treat me mm-hmm. and like I said before I always lived my life for the validation of others and not myself yeah so yeah. I honestly thought that if I would have told them back then that they were going to kick me out of the house or you know in a, and stuff like that so yeah so okay so in hindsight do you think 
timing made a difference? Like, do you think that had you actually told them back then, do you think that their reaction would be different? Um, I honestly can't say. I think if I would have told them back then, I'll probably be a lot more confident within myself and not caring what other people had to say about it. Okay. Um, I feel as if, I, I don't want to say time is of the essence because that's really not the case in this situation, but I feel as if, if I would have told them back then, I probably would have, if I would have told them back then, probably explain it to them, I probably would have got, I want to say more acceptance because I got accepted regardless, but I probably would have felt a lot more comfortable than rather than holding it in for so long. Okay. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I get that. So was there, so is there anybody in your circle um, of friends and family who, after you came out, uh, didn't treat you good or, or, you know, didn't, didn't approve and made it known um, that they didn't approve? No. Well, God, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. And, yeah, that's the funny thing. Um, Like I said, my godmother, she's very religious, so I haven't told her yet, but I really don't, I, I rarely talk to her on the regular anyway. So I think if I do tell my mom's side of the family, they will probably go off on me a little bit. But my dad's side of the family, um, when I do know, because I haven't really talk, seen them, but when I do tell them, they're I know they're going to be very supportive because of my dad's sister, my aunt, she's gay. Mm-hmm. And then her daughter is gay. And I have, another, I have two other cousins that are gay as well. So I think when I do tell them, they'll be very, very receptive of me. I only have one family member on my dad's side who's like against it, but he's a Trump supporter. So I really don't listen to anything he got to say anyway. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, um, I keep it, I keep it very distant with him, but, um, and it's funny because I, he came to me one day. I remember, I remember, I'll never forget this. We were outside and, um, I live in a, I, I kind of quote unquote live in a country city, but I live around family. And he, we was outside one day, and he asked me, why am I single? And mind you, this is before I came out. Mm-hmm. And um, he was like, you don't got a boyfriend? And I was like, no, I'm just doing me, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, well, you don't got no girlfriend, do you? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, okay, just making sure. I don't want you to be like your other cousin, your aunt, you know, dating, or dating a woman and stuff. And I was just like, nigga, what? Right, like, sh- bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I was like, shut the fuck up, boy. I was like, what? I was just like, okay, whatever. But, you know, I think when I tell, like I said, when I tell my dad's side of the family, they most likely will not care. But if I tell my mom's side, some of them, not all, but some of them, like probably like the older generation, like my mom's age, family, like, you know, members, be like, well, why, why is that? Are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. But like I said, I barely talk to them on a the regular. I rarely see them on a the regular. So, if they did, you know, hear that I am bisexual and they didn't hear it from me, I could kill us what they say because I'm living my life. I'm living my truth. And it is what it is. I know that's right. And I am proud of you yeah. for it. Thank um, you. But like I said, my, like the close, like my, like my close circle of friends and like the family that I did tell, they were very supportive of me. So 
that's what's up. That's good. And, and honestly, you know, I know, again, times are, are changing rapidly. And there are, um, there are a lot more people now that are, you know, a little bit more accepting because and I mean I don't know why but I I guess just because they're just like you know what it just kind of is what it is which is great um but we because we do tend to hear about the bad stories more than the good stories you know so um but yeah that's that's awesome but so (laughs) my story so long ago (laughs) so long ago so Back in 2001, Uh um, I was 22 years old, I think. But even before, so I have to go actually go a few years before that uh, to when I was eight, I had turned 18 or might have been 19, 18, 19. And... It was, for me, it was literally a curiosity, but it wasn't like, I I didn't want it to be, to be honest, like to be completely honest, I did not want to be in any type of relationship with a a girl. I just wanted to have Uh sex with one. Uh So, because I I was just curious about it. So I did it and it was cool. Felt like I got it out of my system. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's cool. I mean, it, you know, I I don't think I felt like, I don't think I felt one way or another about it. Like, it, you know, I, I was just like, whatever. So then um, in 2001, like I said, I was 22 years old. I was, I'm looking in the paper, newspaper. And because... Uh, that's what we did back then. And I don't even know why, <laughs> like I'm trying to look, I think I was looking in the classifieds or something. I can't even remember. It had to have been the classifieds. And I saw a, um, <laughs> I saw a ad for the national women's football association and that they were starting the National Women's Football Association and that my hometown of Toledo, Ohio, was going to have a team. Uh-huh. And so football is my jam, okay? My jam, I was like, oh, I'm about to go try out for football. Like, I, and I was so dead serious. I'm like, I'm about to go try out for this football team. So I'm telling my mom, my mom, like, why not? Why would you do something like that? I'm like, because I want to play football. So my then my sister, she's saying the same thing. But my sister's husband, my brother, he's like, man, this going to be, you know, oh, this going to be fun. You know what I'm saying? So, and I had, and at the time I had, my son was three, two, three. Well, I think he was three. So, um. I'm like, I'm going to play football. So I went, tried out, made a team, um, started, um, you know, conditioning and things like that. And back then we had a, we had Yahoo, like we had a Yahoo, Yahoo Messenger. Yahoo had a messenger. I remember Yahoo Messenger. Okay. So you remember the the groups, (laughs) they used to have the Yahoo groups or whatever. So we, so I'm in this Yahoo group. I don't even know what group it was. It had to be some general like black folks group or whatever. 
Um, so I'm in there and I'm, I was about to say, I'm in there tweeting girl. I'm in there in the chat room <laughs> <laughs> because it reminds me of Twitter. Like it really does in some cases. Um, I'm in the chat room and I'm, t- you know, telling, telling everybody in the chat room, like, um, or asking them like, where are y'all at? Like, do y'all have football teams and all this, that and the other. So, um, started talking to, um, had, had met this girl in there and she was saying she lived in Detroit and she, and which was, 45 minutes away from Toledo, which is where I'm from. And she was like, um, she says, she says something about, she knew that they, that there was a team in Detroit. Um, but I don't think that they were taking any more people, which just to give some context, like Detroit's team won everything every year. Like, Oh wow. Them girls, like we want I mean like when we played Detroit they blew us the fuck out every single time I'm talking like by at least 40 points <laughs> like they blew us out every time like they were yeah and so but their team was stacked like they had so many people on their team so they didn't really have you know what I mean like if you weren't like a return coming back of a player that's coming back or anything like that a lot of times they just didn't even have any more room for you on the team so, oh, wow. um, she and us, we struggling shit. We struggling to get half 11 on the damn field at, at any given moment. So, um, I was talking to her. She was like, oh my God, you play football, man. That's, that's dope. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, you should come play for us. You know what I'm saying? Like you should come play for us. And she was like, I'm gonna come to a game, blah, blah, blah. And I think she came down for a game or whatever, but her and I had, um, started to kind of just like you and, and the girl on Twitter, like just talking as, as friends, you know what I'm saying? Like literally as friends, like I, there was no intent there or, or nothing. I mean, like I, I thought, I thought she was attractive, but it was never, I, you know what I mean? Like, and I wasn't really like thinking on that level, but the more time that we spent with each other, and the more time that we talked on the phone and the more time that we, you know, I'm back starting to go back and forth to Detroit, um, hanging out where, um, her and her, she had actually had a twin sister and like their friends, like just hanging out. It was like, I think I like this girl. Like, yeah. I think we like each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh-huh. and, and I don't think that, you know, we started flirting real heavy and I don't know if we like, it's like just if, if it was like, if we ever really just came out and said like, or, or she asked me or I asked her, I think it just kind of happened. Like we was like, all right, bet we go together. That's, that's just that on that. And, um, and that lasted, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe a year maybe a year, maybe a little over a year. Um, kind of, kind of had a bad falling out, but, um, I love her to pieces. Like now, I mean, we, uh, she's one of my Facebook friends and and whatever, what have you, but that's just kind of, I I feel like for me, it just, it really did just kind of happen. And I hate when people say stuff, (laughs) I hate that, that phrase, but I feel like it really did just kind of happen. And it kind of made me, think like when I was asking you about those feelings I'm like well why I know that I have gone through this whole thing where I wanted to have sex with a girl and I did that but it's just like okay never never did I think that I would there would be like a girl that I like 
like that that I yeah. that I would consider um dating. And then too thinking about what people are going to say, how people are going to look at us and all this that and the other. And so for my family, so when I when I joined the football team, um and I was always doing different stuff to my hair first of all let me just preface and say that but when I cut my hair when I cut my hair off this time because it wasn't the first time but when I cut my hair off this time during the time that I'm playing football I'm starting to get questions right I'm starting to get you know like my mom's like yeah why why would you cut your hair off like that and you need to put some earrings on and you know like I don't so you're playing football and like you know so she says something on the lines of of playing football like playing football means that I'm gay like she says something like that and I'm like oh, wow yeah I mean but it wasn't it was negative like, or anything. Yeah, like it that. was kind of it was harmless, yeah. but I do remember her, you know, remember having a conversation. And I'm just like, yeah. uh. and but whole time thinking, you know, now that's something else that's in the back of my head. Like, is that why am I is that why? That's not why. Because, you know, because I'm around mm-hmm. all of these like um um aggressive like studs like I'm around all these these women you know what I'm saying who like who I know for a fact like women like is that why and I I still didn't feel like that was it because it, I wasn't attracted to any of them you know what I'm yeah. saying <laughs> so um so yeah so you know the questions and stuff started coming in so then um uh, I can't even remember like I, I just remember bringing her, taking her to my mom's house. She, I don't think my mom had ever met her. And I remember bringing her to my mom's house and like, just kind of like the look on my mom's face, which it wasn't like a look of disappointment or anything like that. It was just like, Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, Oh, okay. Was it more like, a look of, like um, was it more like a look of shock? I don't think it was shock either. Like it was, and I, and I never did say, Oh, like, Hey mom, this is my girlfriend. Like I didn't, I did. It's like, I didn't even have to say anything. It was just, she was just like, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like that. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like a, like she was disappointed or anything like that. It wasn't anything, um, um, bad or anything. And, and it, it wasn't like that for me either like I didn't have anybody that uh, any of my family or whatever that was just, that was like you know why would you do that or or you know giving me the third degree or you need to go to church or you know what I'm saying I mean my mom's very religious and of course she's she's always gonna you know you know put the religion out there like that but uh-huh. it, it wasn't it, I didn't I didn't have a bad time with it and I, you know, I thought that was cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, that's cool now. That's dope, honestly. Yeah, and, and now a couple of my friends, though, I did have a couple of friends that kind of acted funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, you know, I, I, I knew that there was chatter, like, as people started to find out. And just remember, like, this was 19 years ago, so, you know, social media wasn't really. Yeah, so it was like, I'm sorry, I don't, these people going down my street are loud on this 
bike. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear it or not. But anyways, um, no. oh good. Um, so yeah, it was it, you know as 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 news is traveling, you know what I'm saying. You could just people just start moving a little bit different. You know what I'm saying. Like I could just tell that you know certain people's energies was just different. So I mean, and that's cool. You know, how feel however you feel. Like you know, it is what it is. But that's kind of like how it really all came out. It's kind of similar to yours, right? <laughs> my thing, yeah, my thing is with friends, like if I had friends that were like, were like that, or it was like, well, you sure? And this and this and that. I mean, to me, that would just tell me right then and there, then, then like right then and there, like that's not the friend that I need to be in my life. Right. At this point, at this point in time. Can, right. Yeah. If you can't accept me for who I am, like I accept you for who you are, then I don't need, then you don't, I don't need you to be in my life like that. Right. Right. And, and then, and that's why I said, you know, okay, uh, you know, I was cool with it. Like, all right, it, you know, it is what it is. I, you know, you, you tend to roll with, um, you know, the people in your circle, I, I your circle tends to change over, over the years. Like I, I can oh, yeah. definitely say that. And, you know, people are in your life for a reason, season or a lifetime. And a lot of times it's not for a lifetime. A lot of times it's for a reason. So, yeah, um, I, um, let me cut you off, but I have a current, I had a current issue like that. Um, going back to my birthday, I was supposed to meet this person, this dude for the first time. We've been talking for two years, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, shit happened he kind of just dropped the bomb on my ass back in january so i just i just canceled my trip finally and you know not talking to him or i kind of cut him off because of the situation because i really was hurt about it and um a friend of mine i told her about it and she was just like well i still think you should go and blah 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 and i'm like why would i go when you know the whole story right you know what i'm saying and (laughs) She like you know, and, and ever since that whole situation that happened, me and me and her relationship were is is tainted and I will say damaged. And I tried to like I, I you know I try to like try to mend it you know whatever, but I just have to realize that because I like people like a lot of people know I'm a fixer. Like I I just can't say fuck you and move on if something happens. It, if like especially if I know you for like a for a period of time, mm-hmm. and that's a, I that's a different uh that's a that's different from um what Aries do because I know I know trust me I know <laughs> very different like I will fix it I have to like fix it or try to or try to my best to fix the situation before I just could say completely end it and I tried doing that with her but from what I see now I feel as if that situation is just basically dead and gone. And I just have to move on with it. Mm-hmm. But like you said, when people are, are there for a reason, see them a lifetime. Like so if she was in, she was just there for that particular time in my life. And now that I'm about to move on to a new chapter, I just feel like I just need to leave her in this chapter and move on with my life. So it's just kind of, you know, I knew it was kind of off topic, but no, I just, that's I just fine. brought that. No, that's cool. But I yeah. Just brought that back yeah, I, f- I feel it. I feel it. So, um, so again, so for me, that was like 18, 19 years ago. Right. And over mm-hmm. the years, um, I've, I've had an opportunity to learn a lot more about myself, um, and, and, and to be as open and honest with myself, because, you know, you, you gotta be open and honest with yourself first before you can, you know, even attempt to, 
um, think anybody else is going to, you know, believe your crap. Right. So, Amen. um, over these years, I've had an opportunity to sit with myself and, this whole sexuality thing and you know there's a a whole lot of different or new terms that I if I'm gonna be 100% honest with you I have not really kept up with um but (laughs) um I I I've kind of I think over the years I've kind of gone not really back and forth, but just kind of questioned because I don't like to be put in a box. Let me, let me start there. I don't like to be put in a box. Uh-huh. I really, I'm really not huge on labels when it comes to things like this. Um, So I, I, I didn't feel like by me being saying that I'm bisexual. I didn't think that that really fit me all the way I guess yeah and and it's because primarily I date men when I do date girl because who dating right now I'm not I'm not either (laughs) um but yeah so primarily um I do date men and then over over the years I've come to realize like I can look at a woman and 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 really, you know, and be attracted to her. Like I couldn't say, Oh my gosh, she's, she's, she's fine or she's pretty or whatever. Um, but I never really have a, it's not like I'm trying to date her or, or have sex. I'm not trying to have any type of relationship with her. I just, you know, I just, they, you know, I'm like, damn, they fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I still, I'm, I, I'm still very much so attracted to women, but I don't necessarily date women. So the, the you know, you, you see what I'm saying? Like on a, uh, no, know, that makes like, perfect sense. I'm not that like seeking, seeking out to date women is what I'm saying. Yeah. So but if it happens, it happens. If it happens, it happens. So yeah, I was on this website that I'm not going to name on here. And, um, I saw the term heteroflexible. Have you ever heard that term? You know what? I have heard that term because my best friend, me and my, my best friend texted me and told me that. And I was like, what the hell is that? Right. So there's, it's hetero, they have, there's heterosexual and there's, it's not, not heterosexual. It's, what did I just say? Heteroflexible. Heteroflexible Hetero- and homoflexible. So heteroflexible means that you primarily date the opposite sex, but you are not opposed to like you're, you're attract, uh, you're attracted to the same sex, but, and, and you're not opposed to dating them. If it happens, just like you said, if it happens, it happens, but you're not really looking to you know you know what I'm saying it's not something that you're just like oh I'm about to go pick up a chick you know what I'm saying you're not doing that yeah. you're still like primary and I know that some people and and oh, sorry on the flip side the homo flexible is you're you date the same sex you prefer to date the same sex and but you're not opposed to dating the opposite sex mm-hmm. so and people will say like well, you know, like, what do you mean? Like, you're just, you're just not a poet. Like, what do you mean that you prefer? And I'm like, it's just what I prefer. Like, I, 
I know it might kind of sound, it's not like you're, I'm saying you're second tier or something. You know what I'm saying? That's not what I'm saying because, yeah, but, but that's what people, how people take it. Like, oh, oh, so basically you're saying if there's no men available, then you'll date a woman. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is if the right woman comes along and catches my eye, like I, and, and, and everything happens organically, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, of course, like, why would I turn that down? If if everything aligns the way that it's supposed to, like, why would I turn that down? I wouldn't. Um, and and I've had a situation like that. So, um, I just I, I think that I fit more in that category than I well, would as. So honestly, the way you describe it, I probably feel in, I feel as if I probably fit more in that more in that category as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, and, and I've talked to so many, you know, I've talked to a lot of people who do, but I've also talked to a lot of people that's like, no, I'm, I'm out here, you know, I'm trying, you know, it want, it's very equal, like, it's a very equal playing field yeah. for everyone. So, um, do you think, and I, I bring that up because I want to know, again, it's been like 18, 19 years since I kind of found myself, like, do you think that over the next, you know, 15, 16, 18 years or whatever, do you think that there's a there's a possibility that this will ever change for you? Cuz you okay, you know how people will say, "Oh, you're going through a phase" or, you know, or or "Oh, you'll grow out of it." And sometimes you'll see people who kind of do but do they you know what I'm saying like I, I I'm thinking to myself um, looking back 18 years ago I'm like I I really kind of still feel the same exact way that I did then like now I mean yeah I, I may identify a little bit different but I don't really think nothing has changed for me um that's a good question I really can't say because um I've only thing I've done with a girl is kiss. I haven't had sex with a girl yet or dated a girl yet or anything of that nature. So um not saying, you know, sex is the main thing I'm going for or dating or anything like that, but I honestly can't say. I feel as if um when I do decide to date a girl and things are going like I said organically, then yeah, if I, you know, decide to date a dude and things are going again please then yeah i honestly cannot say i feel as if right now since i just like that i recently just came out like two months ago so um i'm still trying to you know get the ins and outs of everything gotcha but um i honestly cannot say that's a good question though mm-hmm. so do you th- um so so since it's been such a short period of time since you've, you know, mm-hmm. kind of come full circle with this, do you, are you a little bit afraid that once you, you know, when you, you know, while you're out here dating after, you know, Dorona get the hell up out of here and you're out here dating, <laughs> um, be it a male or a female, and you tell them that you're bisexual, do you fear them not wanting to date you like and how would you how would you handle that situation um or how would you feel about them how how would you feel about them feeling that way um this is kind of funny because I have I have had you know I'm getting to know dudes more than I am females and I do tell them that I'm bisexual and the first thing that comes to their mind is like, oh, we could be down for a threesome nigga no yeah that's always the first that's always the first no Mm -hmm. you know 
we're not doing this. But the dudes um, that I have told, um, they're cool with it. You know what I'm saying? So right now, there's nothing serious. We're just getting to know each other. So right, our main thing is just open communication. Um, with the females, though, that could be tricky. Because I remember seeing this big thing on uh, on Twitter not too long ago about how some lesbians were saying that, you know, they would never date a woman that's bisexual because they don't know she she flipped back and forth and this and this and that. So I feel as if men know, because honestly some men are more attracted to bisexual women than they are regular women. That's just, I feel as if that's just my personal opinion. But when it comes to females, I think I have more of a problem, like more of an issue with that because I feel as if if I do meet a girl and I do tell her that I'm bisexual, and she was like, well, how do I not know you're, if something goes wrong with me and you, you're going to just share me with a dude. So I feel as if I have more trouble with the girl, with the females more than I do with the males. Yeah. Um, yep. That sounds about right. That's not, <laughs> especially, for, you know, and, and I only know again, because, you know, I, I, I've, I've known so many, um, lesbian women. And yeah, there are some lesbian women that are okay with dating um, bisexual women. Um, I mean, they understand they get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, I, I don't know why you wouldn't get it, but yeah, they get it. But yeah, there are some that are just like, nah, I can't. And I don't really, I guess I don't understand why, because if you guys are dating and it, and you know, if you guys are in a relationship and it's a monogamous relationship, like what? what's the what's the issue like I mean if y'all exactly. if y'all break up and you decide that you want to go date a dude now like what does that have to do with them but whatever uh, <laughs> uh but yeah with that sounds me, right I'm, with me I'm a I'm a one woman person so whoever I'm with um if I'm with a girl my main focus is you I'm not gonna look at nobody so nobody else matters but you right and vice versa. But if we, you know, we break up, then of course I'm going to be looking everywhere because it's open playing field. But if I'm with the person, I'm going to be looking at that person. Like I'm with that person. I'm going to claim you as you're my girlfriend, you're my boyfriend or whatever. Right. I don't have Roman eyes unless you, you have Roman eyes. And that's when I have Roman eyes and you might as well just break up by then. I feel it girl. So before we get out of here, um, I want to kind of have one more small discussion or kind of actual question or whatever. So we, we okay. talked about, uh, you, t- you talked about how it was like a weight lifted off of your shoulders. Um, once you decided to kind of come to grips with yourself and then go public with, um, with your sexuality. And I just wanted to know, uh, or, or, I, maybe I kind of just want you to tell our our listeners what you feel like is important about honesty. First of all, with yourself or like being honest with yourself when it comes to your sexuality. Like, how how do you, I'm trying to figure out how to ask the damn question. Um, <laughs> why is it important? Why is it so important? Um. Yeah. Why well, is it important? Okay. I feel as if it's important because you don't, you can't tell people. I can't even say that. Um, 
your confidence and your self-esteem is the first thing that people see before you even like tell them your name. And for years I've I've dealt with my my confidence and self-esteem going up and down like a damn roller coaster. And I feel as if with me being more honest with myself before I can before I even told other people, like I had to be honest with myself, like, okay, Shakana, you like females and that's okay. Like nobody if somebody judges you because of that, then they don't need to be like they don't need to be in your circle or your crew. I feel as if that alone just brought my confidence like not skyrocket, but up than what it was before. And I feel as if what what like if you are gay, bisexual, you know, transgender, whatever you are in life, I feel as if you have to be completely and brutally honest with yourself before you could tell anybody because that you it's plus on top of that you live with yourself. People don't live with you, you live with yourself. So if you're lying every other five minutes that, oh, this isn't me, this isn't me, like your confidence is going to show it to where, all right, well, this person doesn't have self-esteem, doesn't have self-esteem, have self-esteem in themselves. I don't know what's going on with that person, but they, but I feel as if, to, okay, I'm sorry, I'm rambling. But no, to you're make fine, it you're fine, you're fine. I, I feel as if you have to be confident within yourself, no matter what the situation is, no matter what you're going through. As long as you have confidence within yourself, and as long as you know who you are within yourself and you don't give two flying fucks what the next person has to say about you, then you will walk in your purpose. You will walk in. This is where this is why I'm here. And this is why I was put on this earth to do. So I feel as if, like I said, with me, I've been battling with my self-esteem since my first real relationship when I was like in high school and I was 10 years ago. And I'm still battling you know, in like, I haven't, I've been in relationships, but nothing serious as of that one. And I was still battling with my confidence in and out because I was, that relationship was very emotional and mental. So, and another reason why I hit it for so long is because I wasn't in a relationship and because he didn't, you know what I'm saying? He didn't like the fact of, he was very religious. So he didn't, and his mom and dad was very religious. So they were totally against, you know, homosexuality and stuff like that. So that's another reason why I kept it in for so long. But um, I feel as if once I told myself, you know, this is me, I'm going to stand in my truth, I'm going to live in my truth, telling other people weren't, wasn't nothing. Telling other people, like, hey, I'm bisexual, didn't let you know. And if they said, okay, cool, we're going to rock with it, you still my dog, all right, bet. Or, hey, no, nah, I don't think I can rock with you like that no more. All right, cool, nice knowing you, bye. Right. So I feel as if for anybody that's listening, whether you're dealing with, you know, your sexuality or whatever you're dealing with, be true within yourself first and stand in your, stand your ground like nobody's going to tell me what I am not. Because there's a lot of people that will tell you, no, you're not bossing, you're just going through a face. No, if I tell you I'm something, then that's what I am. Yes, girl. So, and, and it's crazy so that's because every time I hear Every time I say what, exactly what you just said, or every time I hear someone else say it, it sounds it's it's as just as power, powerful as the first time. It's like mm-hmm. you have to live for you, and just yeah. to piggyback off of um off of what you said, another thing too is you can't contribute to anybody else's happiness. If you're not happy first, Mm 
speaks facts, straight facts. And you can't receive. There's people out there. I mean, we live in a cruel ass world, but there literally are people out here that are trying to love you one way or another. Not necessarily romantically, but, you know, there are people out here that are trying to love you and that are trying to give you positive energy and are trying to contribute to your happiness one way or another. But you will never, ever be able to feel to to feel it at its highest level because you have not been honest with yourself yet. Ooh, you ooh, ooh, you hitting the cord. Boy, you hitting the cord. I mean and, oh, Lord, you hitting the cord. And and I know this because of my you know, because of the things that I've been through in life. And mm-hmm. I told myself, I'm not going to listen. I'm not about to, I'm not doing what you want me to do because you want me to do it. I'm not, I'm not, um, 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 uh, I'm not wearing my hair a certain way because this is, this is what the, the trend is and everybody likes it. Like I'm going to wear my shit nappy as hell the way that I've been wearing it. Um, I'm not going to, um, I'm not going to, you know, I be, I do be trying to work out real hard, but I'm not going to kill myself in the gym. Because you want me to, I'm going to do that because I want to. And that's what, that's, what's going to ultimately make me happy when I meet my fitness goals. Like, it's like, Uh I have to make sure that I'm focusing on my happiness, whoever I, if I am to ever get married or whoever I date or whatever, that ain't got nothing to do with nobody else, but me and that person. So, you know, and, and, and then when we, when me and that person get together and if something happens, you know, between us and we're not on the same page, I, you know, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm about, I'm okay with working on things. I'm okay with, you know, giving second chances, all that type of stuff, but I'm not going to stay anywhere that makes me unhappy. You see what I'm saying? Like, I I mean, it all, it all comes full circle in being honest with yourself and then two you don't want to you never want to hurt anybody else when you can avoid it so mm-hmm. why would you hide who you are you know you, when you go get into these relationships and friendships and, and things of that nature it's like you want to be close enough to a person where you can be transparent with them Right. So you don't mm-hmm. just like you said, you were in a relationship and you couldn't say anything because, you know, you already knew that they were 100 percent against it. So it's like you never really. But then but then you have the, the people who they may not be against it, but they still don't know who you are. Like, that's not fair to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't you can't just be like, oh, I'm gonna just get in this uh, relationship and let them find out one way or another that I'm, you know, whatever it is I identify as. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that it's your duty and it lifts those burdens because you, you know, yeah, sometimes, especially early on, I mean, I can't even say early on because, like I said, it's been like 18 years for me. Sometimes I still get butterflies talking about it or, you know, um, if someone asks me, you know, if I've ever been with a girl, like, you know, sometimes I still uh, I'm like, man, am I going to tell you all this? Are y'all going to side eye me? But then real quick, yeah. like 2.2 seconds later, I'm like, man, whatever they ask, I'm going to tell them. So yep. 
um, I think that being able to live that way just makes things easier for you. And it's not that we're trying to, you know, be rude or push anything on anybody or anything like that. But, you know, when, you know, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, walking through the streets, you know, with a big, you know, I ain't got no big ass rainbow flag on my car or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm just living day to day. And when pe- if, if, if it comes up, it comes up, if it doesn't, it doesn't. And if I, if I'm dealing with somebody exclusively, then I feel like I have the obligation to let them know that is basically what I'm saying. So yeah. that's why I feel like it's just very, um, it's important to be, to be honest with yourself so that you can be honest with all of the things, all of the things that make you who you are. Yeah, my thing is, um, you can't, I feel as if, like, you can't love somebody else if you don't love yourself first. You cannot. You cannot. And you have to figure, and that, and that's, and that was my struggle. I I haven't been loving myself how, like, I've been wanting the, val- the validation of other people to love me, you know, to tell me they love me and reassure and stuff like that. But I, this is, like, I've been wanting therapy for, for years, and I recently just, you know, found a therapist uh yesterday and my first session with her is on monday so i'm getting back to finding and that's where i took i just recorded the episode called within your um, with peace within you that would be out saturday Mm -hmm. by the way and um i just you know found a you know counselor because i feel as if my peace is still fucked up from the first relationship and like i said that was 10 almost 10 years ago but i was so you know still pressed and you know, so damaged from that relationship that I couldn't let, you know, positive things come in my life because of that. So I've been letting negative things, stuff that I'm used to, you know, fill me up. And that was only bringing me down even more. So I feel as if you have to love yourself and have to have confidence within you before anybody else, whoever you're supposed to be with, can come into your life and bring you and bring your peace to like you. If you're at a thousand right now, they're bringing like 10,000. Sis, you have such a beautiful soul. I am so glad that you agreed to come on my podcast and that we were able to hash out a time to get you on. And I would definitely have to have you back again. Um, thank you so much. So, but before we leave, I want you to um let everybody know I want you to to tell a little bit about your podcast and then I want you to let everybody know how they can reach you on social media and how they can listen to your podcast and if you have anything else you want to plug go just go for it okay well um my podcast is once again called Brutal Honesty with Kay Renee we will be a one year in May May 27th will be actually my one year anniversary and I'm super excited about that um, I have recently right now over 1,500 1500 plays. And honestly, I talk about everything under the sun from sports to books to uh, relationships. Um, my major, um, one of my most played listens right now episode is actually my first episode from season one, which is Dating in the Small Last City. Um, I talk about relationships, talk about sex, I talk about basically everything under the sun, but we also but we talk about it in a brutal in a brutally honest platform. I don't hold anything back. I tell it like it is. If you like it, cool. If you don't know well, if you think I'm talking about you, nine times out of ten, I probably am. So um, 
that's <laughs> what my podcast is about. I normally, I've been posting it on Sundays, but like I said, now that I'm free, I kind of been posting it most likely any time of the week at midnight. I am on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Stitcher. I am on Spotify. And I believe I am on Podbean as well. I do have uh, two platforms for my podcast. Instagram is brutal, um, brutal honesty underscore K Renee, and Twitter is BH with K Renee. My personal Instagram and Twitter is uh, K underscore Renee, which is K E Y underscore R E E N E A. Um, I am very open, down to earth person to talk to. I talk to you about anything. I'm open to any conversations you guys want to have. Um, I appreciate you. For letting me be, you know, for letting me do my first interview oh, ever. No problem, no problem. And but I definitely, definitely have to have you on Brutal Honesty soon. Yes, I will pull up. Um, and definitely, and you will thank you. And you will definitely, um, I'll definitely have to get you back. Like I said, she everything she just said about her show is the truth. Um, she, you know, she is a, a true Aries. Uh, I can sit and listen to her, you know, I, I listened to probably about three or four episodes just today. Um, and her, you know, even it, with the guests, like your friends and stuff, you you guys have great chemistry. It's I like listening to people who are having a, it's like they're having a conversation by themselves and just, you know, nobody is like nobody is in the room. And that's kind of how you and your, you know, your guests talk. So I like that. Yeah. Like I said, I've known them for years. So yeah. like I said, what we talk about, is not even half of the stuff that we talk about. <laughs> right. I feel like you talk about stuff. We talk about stuff under the sun. Yeah. So yeah, those are my dudes. Those are my people. I love them today. It always makes for good content. So, but anyways, oh, yeah. um, thanks for being on. I'm going to put all of her information in the show notes. And I want to thank everybody for uh, coming back and listening to the Lit Life podcast. If this is your first time, welcome. I hope this is not your last time. And until I, until you hear me again, Peace.